Effective Pastoring with Reverend Tunde Amosu. All right. One more time, welcome to Effective Pastoring series. And uh, I want to talk to you about when you become a pastor, what's your greatest influence? Your greatest influence is your very self. If you're going to have influence as a pastor, just look at this very clearly. You are at best an example. Always look at your life with God. That will give you some sensibility of how to touch your people, your members, and your congregation. Understanding that the grace of God has come into your own life will go a long way. I, I can't forget this particular episode when I was just starting out to pastor. And it was quite interesting. I, 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 we started having people that getting born again and we're looking at how to follow them up and encourage them. So I was thinking of setting up a class for them on Monday. That's the day after Sunday when we have service on Sunday. And then on Monday, and these are just what I call new convert, just newly coming to Christ. And then, what I was thinking about putting them to come on Monday for this new convert class, this question came to my mind, to my heart, and it says, when you became a new Christian yourself, do you like to go to church on Monday? Do you like to go to church on Monday? Will you go to another extra mile of going on Monday? I said to myself, I'm just a young Christian. I mean, the last time my mind was going to church on Monday, I've gone on Sunday, of course. <laughs> So, the Lord said, now look at your own life. If you, when you are a young Christian, will not go on Monday, why are you not thinking that this new convert will come on Monday? So, I said, what would be the best thing I would love to do as a young Christian when I got saved? Then, that same Sunday, start talking to me about how to follow up with me. So, I just saw that, as we be an example to God's people, as, 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 as we be a person who is... Uh, living out the Christian life, and then from there, overflow to others. By the way, over the years, I've learned to remember that, that I was once weak. And I'm not too strong either till now, because the Lord is my strength. In myself, I'm still weak. You know, I've always loved to be an example to the flock. The Bible said, Peter was telling the pastor, the pastor be an example to the flock. And the example in the sense of not just being that so great and so powerful. You know, people sometimes are afraid of us. They think, oh, I cannot be like a pastor. You know, I'm a pastor just too way far ahead. But they know that. And they soon know that it's God's grace at work in you. So Paul talked about that in 1 Timothy 1. And I want us to talk about it for a few minutes. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. Paul talked about his own life. He said, I thank Christ, just our Lord, who has enabled me. Because he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, an insulting man, but I obtained mercy because I did it in ignorance and in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ was exceedingly abundantly with faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Now like this next thing, verse 15, 1 Timothy 1. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, 
of whom I am chief. However, for this reason I obtain mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern. See that word as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. I like this. This is mouthful. This is fantastic. Paul was talking about look at before we start this old game. I was once myself a sinner, a blasphemer, an insulting person to Christ. I was destroying the church of God. And I didn't rise up to the level of an awareness by myself. I collided with grace. Mercy found me because of Jesus' long suffering. He got hold of me and he changed me. And here I am today. He counted me faithful, put me into the ministry. What a pattern. What a glorious example. He didn't by himself rise up and become somebody. But Christ took him up and stretched him by his grace. And today, we celebrate the Apostle Paul. So, remember your own journey in grace. You are not perfect to start with. So, take it cool. People are not perfect. People are still struggling. You know, it's important for us to know that. Today, you may be able to overcome that sin. But once, you are a sinner. Once, you are buried in bad practices. And the grace of God began to disentangle you. And today you can stand before God's people and say, thank God. Don't forget that it's the grace of God. And don't forget about your own example in life. Always look at God's grace and his journey through your life. Really, pastor, it's not so difficult. If you just remember that, it's a journey with God, starting from your own life. You know, when Moses was about to leave the scene, it was God asked him that he will not enter the promised land. And, and, and then Moses asked God for a request. Very interesting request he was asking the Lord. And I, he was asking that there should be a person to replace him. And, and, and very interesting. This is what he was asking the Lord when he said to Moses. When, the Lord, when he said to the Lord, let's read the verse in Numbers 27, verse 12. Now the Lord said to Moses, go up this month Abarim and see the land which I have given to the children of Israel. And when you have seen it, you shall be glad to your people. That means you should die. And, and, and then this is Moses' request to the Lord. Verse 15. Moses spoke to the Lord, say, let the Lord, the God of the Spirit of all flesh, set a man over the congregation who may go out before them and go in before them, who may lead them out and bring them in, that the people of God may not be like sheep, which have no shepherd. Now, very interesting. You know, I mean, here was God asking Moses to leave the scene. And Moses' prayer was not, oh God, please, where am I going now? He said, Lord, please find me a replacement. Just like a person who can go before them, come in before them, and they can lead them out and bring them in. That means a person who had gone ahead of them before, who had lived it before. So that's the essence of being a shepherd. You're going, you're going before, you're living this thing with God, and you can come back and take them on the journey. So it's important for us to know that as a pastor, you're in the big boss after all. You're really an example, a pattern. And, and God's going to do things with your life. God's going to work with your life. God's going to floor you, raise you up. So you can see yourself as a pattern 
and can walk through. And don't forget this too, that every, anytime you get into any trouble, any struggle, any pain, any disappointment, don't forget you're an example. God is taking your life to make a story out of it for the next message, for the next sermon. Your life is really an example. God bless you.